0: I've given myself permission to live out my real dreams, and I've embraced the life of a modern mompreneur and all that comes with it. I'm learning and growing each day, and my daily goal is to cherish the moments that matter, get stuff done, and build wealth along the way. All with purpose, of course. Whether you're a full-time, side hustling, or aspiring business owner, as a mompreneur, as a modern-day woman, we are your tribe. And it's nothing better than finding a community in this crazy world of entrepreneurship. So join us as we chat it up and talk all things modern mompreneur with guests sharing their stories and inspiring us along the way. Let's get into it. All right, welcome back to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Day Smith. And today, you know, we, as always, we're talking all things mompreneur. And today I have a very, very special guest, Jordan Gill. Jordan and I met, well, I've been, I'm going to be honest, i stalking her for about two years, and I finally decided to connect with her in an official capacity because she is, in my mind, a VIP day, like, expert. She's killing the game with just what she does online, and so I was like, I got to meet this lady. I signed up for <laughs> one of her coaching programs, and I don't know if she knows this, but now we're, like, attached forever, so that's just like We are so (laughs) she's amazing y'all like jordan is um just such such so full of knowledge and like expertise wise beyond her years and i'm so just privileged to have her on the modern mompreneur podcast because she is a mom a bonus mom so she'll be able to give a very special unique approach and talk all about how she helps people like
1: us mompreneurs navigate this journey so Mm -hmm. welcome jordan uh thanks so much Jay, for being here and the feeling is mutual like once we're connected we're connected forever like that's just how i roll <laughs> okay
0: cool. i'm like i'll yeah. let you go anyway so this is just what it is Perfect. yes okay, good. <laughs> well yeah well jordan is the owner and founder of, Sip, of system saved me and if that don't get me people like me <laughs> excited i don't know who because i'm like oh help me um, she does all of the things she hosts events she does her own podcast she works one-on-one with clients and mastermind and she really is very I think her her superpower is collaboration like connecting people and so she recently launched another program but Jordan has launched like 50 11 <laughs> programs in the past six months so who knows what she's done just as we booked this podcast and today who knows She'll tell you more about that. But so, Jordan, tell us everyone who you are, your own words, and who you serve.
1: Yes. So, you did an excellent job of sharing. (laughs) all of the mad- madness that is my business, my beautiful madness. Uh, but I live in Dallas, Texas, so just up 45 from day. And uh, I am, like she said, a-, a wife, a bonus mom, and a dog mom as well to Vivian. Vivian, Vivian. And I don't know, I've had my business for about seven years, a little over seven years, I have my podcast for almost the same amount of time. And, you know, I think that, what may make me a little different than a lot of people in the online space is that I, I play for the long game. Like I recognize that business is, uh, it's never going to be a straight line up the, up the mountain as, as uh, you would think there's going to be the ebbs and the flows. Right. And I think that um, for most people that tends to be a breath of fresh air because then, Uh, It's not, okay, the short game of like, we always have to be striving and going. Um, My, you know, goals and missions is really about being able to have a business, but also putting your life first before that business. And so, you know, that, that can be tough because I was just talking to somebody the other day about how life and business, like don't talk to each other. It's not like, okay, business is like needing a lot of me. So life, I need you to like coast for a minute. No. that's never happened um in the history of my business and it's always like okay i've got my big virtual conference oh jury duty like oh your grandmother's in the hospital like oh like all of this stuff's happening right and it's like why why is this happening Ooh, <laughs> you know and so i try to to be as open and and transparent about just again how business really is um for me anyway i can't speak to everybody else but um you know, and, and having that realness about business, um, and life to be frank. Um, and just how they, they, they don't have to be in balance cause that's a tricky word, but it's important not to let again, business take over your life because then that's where a lot of people get in trouble, including myself as an ambitious person. So, um, so those are kind of my philosophies, what I'm all about. And, offers, like Day says, change in and out all the time, but we can talk about those too. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: So that is something that I feel like you have coined is the life first business. And that's attractive to someone like me, a mompreneur who is like, yes, I have life and everything over here is super important. My kids, my husband, my job, but I also have my business, which is like very important as well and needs more of me. but that balance, and that's my mompreneur love language, balance. But I know that that's not, it looks different. It's not like 50-50-50. I know that math doesn't add up. You know what I mean? It's not like even across. <laughs> right. It's like here, hello, hi, but it's like harmonizing. So that yeah. part is yeah. super important, and I like that you share so candidly about you know that journey, and it's not all glorious and pretty, but you make mm-hmm. it work, and you're damn good at it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, well, even though you. life it's not, it's mad disrespectful because it just be doing what it wants to do at the most inconvenient times. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know it. Yes. Yeah. So seven years in business, the being a mom, being a mompreneur, being a, a wife. Talk to me about what are some of the adjustments I guess you've had to make to mm. have your business be so successful, but still managing to manage your life?
1: Oh, Yeah. So I had my business before I got married and became a mom. So I was able to see kind of both sides. And it's, mm. it's funny when I look back at the single time, I'm like, I had so much time, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, just you like do. naturally. Um, and I'm like, Oh, I could have been, you know, so much further ahead if I just wasn't like dinking around. And I mean, I've always been like an intentional person and, and whatnot, but, The time that I had as a single person, like I uh, was able to overwork, but it not feel like overwork because I had the capacity. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I met Marcus, who's my husband, and he uh, had came into a relationship with Colin. So I met Colin at four
0: and
1: yeah, just such a little nugget, still a little nugget. Yesterday, I was like, you have hair on your legs. Like what is happening right now? Um, But here we are. And And so that was a transition in and of itself, because I'm not only bringing one person into my life, but two. And so things got really busy. And in uh, 2020, uh, we were engaged. uh, Pandemic happened, we got primary custody of Colin And my husband lost his job a couple months later because he was in the travel industry. So that was interesting. um, Because, you know, that's, I guess in non-pandemic times, it's like, Oh, that's the time that it's exciting and like honeymoon phase and all of that stuff. And it was just, it was hard. Like, and the thing is, is Marcus is 110% my person. Like he is like I definitely would not be in my business where I am today if it weren't for him, um for his encouragement and his understanding and his like unwavering like belief in me mm. um and so when we were going through all that stuff, like again, I would say out of everything, like my marriage was probably the best, and at that time, we yeah. adjusted from having a wedding to just eloping um because of the pandemic and whatnot, so it was um it was a trying time because of external circumstances, but, um, at that same point, it also was a time that we got really, really close. And for us, you know, really going to God and being like, Hey bro, like (laughs) 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 this ain't cute down here. So can you help us out? Um, and so then Marcus ended up getting a a dream gig with EA sports and and whatnot, but you know, it, it, It's always interesting when you're, when you have a business prior to marriage, and then we had many, many, many conscious conversations about, um, Marcus was, um, he was in a few things. He was in real estate and he had done some sports agent stuff. And so us coming together, was like, okay, do we really want to have two entrepreneurs? Right. Mm. Um, and that life. And for us, the answer was no. And then it came down to my husband is 11 years older than me. So I'm 33. He's 44. Well, he'll be 44 in a couple months. And so it made sense for him to go back to corporate because he was going to come in at a much higher rate than Mm. I would be because I've had one job, like basically one, (laughs) two-ish jobs um, before I was an entrepreneur. And so again, like it just didn't really make sense from that standpoint. So again, I was, Super grateful for him to going back into corporate so that our family had a base. We had health insurance, like all of yeah. that stuff covered. Um, and, uh, you know, he still has his entrepreneurial stuff and does real estate on the side and things like that. But that was, yeah. again, multiple conscious conversations of just what does that really look like? What is the lifestyle that we want? And do we want two ebbs and flows at the same time? Not really.
0: Yeah, no, that <laughs> you know. that is that is. That's commendable. I love the shout out to the Mr. Mompreneurs because, you know, we talk a lot on this show about and that impact on the kids and yourself, but we don't always circle back and talk about the other person, Mr. Mompreneur or Mrs., if you know, whoever your partner is, right? And just the sacrifices that they make, the adjustments they have to make, you know, so shout out to Marcus first and foremost and all Mm -hmm. the other ones. But also all these, you know, it's really interesting though. I love your perspective on before having kid, having Colin and life there as an entrepreneur and then switching over, which in itself, even if you don't run a business, is a whole adjustment period. Bring, right. Bringing a child into a new marriage, into your relationship full time and then adjusting yeah. everything, the way you schedule things, you know, the mm-hmm. trips you can take. He gets sick because you probably have to be the one to take over because you have flexibility, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. just, it's a lot. So I, I mean, you've made some crazy adjustments. Even (laughs) when you talk about like, um, your wedding, you know, like, Oh, actually Mm -hmm. we're not going to do that because the pandemic and life and the jobs, man, that's crazy. So you, you better be in there for the long game because you don't have a choice. (laughs) This is not quick fix, quick, quick get rich situation at all. You got to stick it Not out. Yeah. Yeah. What what makes you keep going? I know you said you had the two jobs and you're so good at running mm-hmm. a business. Like how do you how do you do that? How how sway <laughs> so I can know. And
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: and how do you what keeps you going,
1: you know, to keep doing this? Oh, goodness, such uh, great questions. For me, uh it definitely starts with God because I can't do anything without him. Um, so that's number one. Number two is, again, if I didn't have the very close support system and I've talked to many, many folks whose partners are not um, not as encouraging, not as supportive. And for whatever reason, I don't get to marry people's business. And that makes me really sad, right? Like it just, it's because I, I mean, um, having been through really difficult, um, times and my HR manager will tell you, like, I don't know how you still here, like, you know, and and coaches are like, holy cannoli, I don't know how you're handling all of this going on in life and all of this mm-hmm. in business, but I think that God gave me a strength probably beyond many other people, and so what I can handle, uh, I would say is probably generally more than most people, mm-hmm. um, and so I. And that doesn't mean I'm I can be strong all the time because you know there's a limit. But for me, I I recognize the gifts that I've been given, which I believe is again just mental strength to endure and to move forward regardless of you know either how I'm feeling at the time or just how hard it is or difficult it is. So um, I always surround myself with supportive people. I will say that I am very good at. Uh, finding and continuing relationships with people who, friendships, relationships, all of that, that are supportive of me and that helps because I think whenever I'm uh, going through a tough time and I kind of retreat um, and, and whatnot, then your mind plays tricks, your mind plays games and mm. it that's where I get in trouble and so I have to hear external voices and even um, what was it in, in May was a really difficult time, um, for me. And like, I had my parents and I had Marcus actually record me audios that I could listen to constantly wow. because I was needing that external validation so often of just like, you can do this, like you are loved, like you are blessed, like all of those things. And so knowing, knowing who you are and what you need and expressing that is like, you know, step one of everything. Right. And I think people are, yeah. um, afraid to say what they need. And so Ooh. they either don't know what they need or they don't are scared to express it. And I've just found that time and time again, when I express it, like that really can open me up to, you know, continuing on the journey and, and playing the long game in business. Cause at this point I am unemployable. Like there's just no way, um, <laughs> <laughs> just can't she is the
0: worst employee.
1: I would be the worst employee ever. Um, And so, you know, but at the same time, you know, that's kind of what makes me really great at business is um, I am willing to take risks. I'm willing to do things outside the box, be creative, be innovative um, and without consequence. Right. So if the risk doesn't pan out or whatever the case is, it's cool. Like dust it off and do it again. Basically, you know, I feel like entrepreneurship is you jumping off a cliff like every single day.
0: (laughs) Everything so cliff diving. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that you talk about first of all, like you are tapping to a higher power. And I think say what you want. I'm the same way. I'm a woman of faith. Like I can't do this all by myself. <laughs> and you want some guidance. Ex, ex what is the word? Existential guidance, right? Someone yes. to see the things and believe in that. Like don't do don't be out here doing this alone. This is not this is not what you should be doing. So find no, that higher power. Fair. Exactly. And then I really like um, the mental agi- agility or the mental um, stability that you have a structure where mm-hmm. you, you it just says that everything starts in the mind. You know, um, mind over matter, like you are going to face challenges in, in life, period. But it's all about how you process that information, what you internalize, what you tell yourself, like the affirmations you listen to. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. or read for me, I like to read. So I I like have mine here on my computer, whatever I want to see. Or I'll make like little canvas screenshots. Like I need to see this every day, (laughs) my goals, you know, whatever you need to do to get it into your spirit because that's what's going to keep you going. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. rule number one. And listen to Jordan. She's going to, if you listen to Jordan, you're going to be good (laughs) as a mom and trying to navigate this whole game despite everything that's going on. So love that. Love that. Thank you. Um, so what, But so we talked about Marcus, what is, does Colin have mm-hmm. any idea about what you do? Like, what is his perception of this, his mom his doing all the things like, mm-hmm. tell me about that.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. We've, we've talked about it a little bit. I mean, he definitely does not know all the ins and outs of like what mm-hmm. I actually do per se, but he obviously knows I'm on Instagram. He knows that, um, you know, I host events or conferences and I have clients mm-hmm. and, and whatnot um and that I obviously have a bit more flexibility than Marcus because if he does get sick then I'm the one you know that that handles that um and so you know we've talked about it like we're like listen if you if you want to go and be great and and work for whoever like awesome like we support you and and also if you're interested in you know starting your own business or doing whatever we're we're supportive of that as well so he is He's seen both sides because Marcus and I are both extremely ambitious people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, we, we have big goals, we have things that we want to accomplish. And so what we want to instill in Colin is like, it is super important for you to have goals and not just be willy nilly with, with Mm -hmm. things um, and like strive toward those goals. Sometimes you're going to hit them. Sometimes you're not. And again, that doesn't make you a bad person. If you don't hit your goals, it just means, okay, we got to do things differently. So, you know, he, um, he'll, he'll randomly come on. My, if, if it were up to him, he'll be on Instagram every single day. Um, Ooh. but <laughs> yeah. we, we don't need all of that. Like, oh my That's so funny. you know. Like, and I think yeah. there's a lot of conversations about, and I'm sure you've had them too, where it's like, okay, how much do we want our children online? the safety of that um, and all of that. So I'm, I'm very aware of that. And when Marcus and I were first dating, I don't know that I show Colin very much and not because I wasn't proud of him or didn't want to show him, but Mm -hmm. because I just am very protective of, of that. So um, I, you know, that's, that's more or less what, um, what he knows. Um, And, you know, he's always asking how much money we make. I don't know if it's like YouTube be talking about how much your parents make. I'm like, Colin, it does not matter how much I make. Like, you're good.
0: You want to you know because he's going to tell food. his friends. And he I, just I don't, don't know, do it. I don't don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know. Definitely <laughs> not.
1: We are not no, doing it. So, no. but he's funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting though, because I often I ask the guests about how much their kids know about mm-hmm. what they do because they're here in life first business. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you're doing one, of you are teaching them about another have another option besides working for someone and a lot of times it makes them more creative. I remember Jackson was he likes to fold mm-hmm. things, origami type of things, build little airplanes mm-hmm. and, and he's a really good artist. And so he's like, can I sell these? I'm like, sure. <laughs> like we're gonna set up a lemonade stand. But I'm like, whatever you want to do, son, let's do it. Like it made him want to create and then have a profit. And so we had like a little little sale thing. I mean, on the on the before it got deathly hot outside you know and so you know <laughs> it was just nice for him to have that experience so you, I'm like teaching him something different about how to take within you and use your talents and all the things so that's good and as a mompreneur it's almost like not that you have to show your kids but your title right. is mompreneur so we're these kids that right. you know when I do yep. put my kids online I get way more engaged people act like they know mm-hmm. Nova because she's such a character or I feel like yeah. it, it's kind of a something you you can do. I should say should do, but do you right. feel like pressure? Maybe maybe you mm. don't identify as much as a mompreneur as I'm. Like that's my brand, but do you feel yeah. like that's something that you want to do more of, or are you guys kind of like let's just focus on system saves me? And do you dread opening your email inbox, and when you finally open it and see the downloading notification? All the unread emails start pouring in by the hundreds or even thousands, and that's just email. You got media files, word docs, spreadsheets, that all could be piling up and cluttering your digital life. I know you're a boss, a mompreneur, a CEO even, but have you ever felt like a glorified administrative assistant? Well, because I know how digital clutter directly impacts our mental clarity, I've made it my priority to create strategies, systems, and solutions to help slay every day. Your family, your employer, and your business need you to be fully present, fully productive, and very purposeful for the things that matter. I'm excited to share Transformational Solutions with my fellow mompreneurs, as well as busy business owners that face the same challenges as I did. these Simple Organizing Solutions Mastermind and VIP Day. That can help ease the tightness in your neck that is caused by your digital disorganization and that headache you get every time you open your email inbox. You can override this by gaining control of your digital assets, working in your strength zone, and running your life and your business like a boss. If you have hundreds of unread emails daily or missing files hidden within your digital clutter, you owe it to yourself, your family, and your clients to learn more about this solution. Visit vip.simplicitybyday.com to learn more. My business.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's similar in that again, if I'm saying that I want to put my life before my business. Mm-hmm. Mm. I do have to somewhat showcase my life and yeah. again many many conscious conversations with Marcus too because Marcus couldn't care less about social media like the man yeah. is like do not care um and like his Instagram has zero pictures on it I think I like forced him to get it once because I was like I need you to see what I'm doing like you think like I want you to see like all the things It's yeah. like I'm only following you but okay and then he never logs off <laughs> right and so um so you know he he has his privacy as well that that he mm-hmm. enjoys um and whatnot so I respect that and um so I think that it's it all starts with just like having the conversation with your partner and making sure that you're on the same page I would mm-hmm. never do anything yeah that would disrupt my family life um or make them feel uncomfortable or whatever else like I said Colin would be on there every single day if it were up to him but I. <laughs> You know, um, he's not thinking about it in like just the general sense. He's just like, cool. Like we get to dance and do things, you know, but, um, I think that it's, it's a personal choice. I don't judge people at all. If their kids are Mm -hmm. everywhere, I have zero judgment in any sense at all, because again, that's, I assume that that conversation was had and they feel really good about it. And so, um, it's, but I do think it, it is an important conversation to have just because, you know, it, we are in the the public sphere. And yeah. actually I was, when I was a kid, my dad was very much a public figure in the sports mm-hmm. arena. And I will say there is a dark side. I've experienced it and it is not great, um, as a child. So I really? have a very unique experience. Oh yeah. Like it's
0: what? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. But so you, you, Oh my gosh! So you were like, your dad is a public—I don't know who your daddy is, but your dad was a public figure. You were like, eyes on you as a kid,
1: Mm -hmm. a little bit, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was, it was tough. And again, it's different because it wasn't social media era, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was just—it was like kind of the start of blogs and all that sort of stuff. And so you know, Mm -hmm. people making all sorts of comments, assumptions, really inappropriate comments, all that sort of stuff. Um, And so I. You know i just am I'm very careful about that um and so yeah. i think again that's probably why my mental strength is so high is because i already mm. did a, like had a trial run of what it's like to be you know a public face and so in business people will say stuff all the time whether it's true or not and mm. i i know who i am the people who are close to me know who i am the people who've worked with me and and connected with me know who i am so you know, everything else is just like whatever. It's fine. Wow, like, if wow. You project something. <laughs> it's cool.
0: My goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can see why you're like. Listen, we got to protect Colin, especially now. It's even worse with social media and all these internet. Um, yeah. What do you call them? Not villains, but there's a word for, for trolls. Up. Trolls. There you go. Internet trolls. Exactly. For trolls. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, let's transition. Talk about your business. This amazing nice. business that you have built. And, you know, I I came in, my entry point was VIP day, but right now you Mm -hmm. serve mainly female entrepreneurs and all of the ways they can grow their business. I think in unique ways, you know, events, VIP days, Mm -hmm. podcasting, collaborations, Mm -hmm. Um, that I catch them all because I know (laughs) you got all the things. Tell us more about how you serve female entrepreneurs and, you know, what lights you up about the work you do
1: yeah for me, you know something we haven't touched on is um I also have a unique experience of having chronic illnesses. It's not as unique anymore. There's actually quite a, a large population that has chronic illnesses um and so I don't have the endless amounts of energy um that a lot of people have um it's very. Like, it's very easy for me to get sick or bogged down because, again, I, I have those um, at play. And so I'm always looking for ways that I can, again, get the maximum amount of what I need done with the least amount of effort. And some okay. people call it lazy. I call it very strategic um, because, again, if it's – I think that um, – a lot of people are looking for, again, how to maximize, how to maximize, how to maximize without also looking at um, looking at how that actually is helping them in business, right? So they're just doing a lot, but not actually taking in any data to say, is this working? Is this not working? Are we doing anything? Like what's happening? And so I'm constantly looking at data because I don't want to do anything that's not working. Like that's just not, of interest to me, I, my time is very precious. My energy is precious, and so you know the different arenas that I've been in: systems at the very beginning of my business, doing operations consulting through VIP days, and then transitioning to helping others create VIP days um, for three years. Uh, you know, focused, and then uh, moving into collaborations. Really, now is like all of those things that have been a that I've talked about or had in my business like I've had since day one really um in the sense yeah. of just like always leveraging always looking at how can I do one thing or two things that is going to get me further rather than trying to do fifty things mm-hmm. and see what's happening you know so I it may seem like an odd journey for a lot of people because it's like what is even happening um and I think that it's in the arena of um Again, I think with systems, you know, it was end and then VIP days was a business model and collaborations is marketing, marketing mm-hmm. and sales a little bit. And so I just have experienced so much joy and benefit from collaborations that I'm just like, I want more people to be able to experience this just like VIP days, which I think are still the best business model out there. Um, and I'm biased 110%, but <laughs> I collaborations like there's there's nothing better than a win-win right um Mm -hmm. and unfortunately some people with collaborations are in the the game of like um like taking advantage of or like take 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 yeah so that's not what I'm about but I truly look for win-wins like and the win-wins can look different depending on each of the um options but I I just find joy in solving problems if I'm being honest which again makes me very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and collaborations I think solve so many problems between like warming up people to you so if you are great with referrals or word of mouth like collaborations are like the next part up from that because it's not mm-hmm. quite needing to be on social and all that sort of stuff it's really relationships um still so you know my focus and what I've uh, again, from a data perspective, like if I know if I want to make seven figures in my business, I need 50 collabs a year, which is just one collab a week. Um, and so that's kind of the, one of the main data points that I focus on is not doing collaborations for collaboration's sake, making sure they're aligned. However, like I know that if I hit that 50 mark, then my revenue will, will happen for me. Um, because of everything else I have set up, to be great after those collaborations. So, yeah. so I'm really passionate about that.
0: Love it. Look, Love, we, we did talk about your chronic illness because that's important mm-hmm. to you to, you know, speak about the why behind, you know, you say it's lazy, but being strategic, mm-hmm. I have not met anyone who can <laughs> analyze data like Jordan and her team. I remember on her coaching call, we were all like, wait, what is this? Your spreadsheets and air tables are like Perfection. But it makes sense. Like, it mompreneurs, we don't have mm-hmm. no time to waste on stuff True that right. don't work. So mm-hmm. that data analysis, it, should you be doing this? Should you be doing that? Where should you be? What should you do? Like, take time to do that because we ain't got time to waste. And you want to do the things right. that's going to be so more profitable, more strategic and more productive with your time. And Jordan has tools for days, you know, I've been like introduced to so many cool things and I'm a productivity expert myself. I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. You know, all the things that she has in her Rolodex and all the people that she knows that have kind of shared their expertise is so valuable because you don't have to try to figure it out on your own. You can, you know, connect yeah. with someone who's an expert expert. they may need your services for themselves or their clients, which is why collaboration just works. Um, It just makes it feel like you're building a relationship with someone versus competing. And like kind of removes that. I've collaborated with people who do the exact same thing I do, Mm -hmm. but we somehow have found a way to support each other. And it's a relationship and it's it's beautiful, which I think Mm -hmm. dispels the myths a lot of times of, you know, women not wanting to work with each other and having certain feelings about each other. Yeah. That's, that's not the experience at all of the folks that I've been connected with through Jordan and how she does it. And so I really do feel like you're on to something like who you bring around you, how you connect people and all the tools that you have at your disposal that you freely share. You're like, Oh, use this or do this. And I'm like, this is amazing. So that's so it's, a, it's the best thing. I mean, like if you're going to be an online service provider or a mompreneur just in business. You got to find ways to simplify the process and like work more strategically, you know, it's just, it's just no other way around it, honestly. So yeah, I love it. Hard uh, hard agree.
1: It. Like it's, yeah. yeah, chronic illness, being a mom, like all that stuff. Like it's, it's about the time, it's about the energy, right? And so mm-hmm. it's very limited and it's oftentimes like distracting, right? Having that pure like focus time where no one is, coming at you with something, it's tough. Um, I, and I know that very intimately. So it's, um, it's really about leveraging. It's about again, getting the most concentrated, uh, activities done. Um, so that way, again, when you're distracted, it's like, okay, I can work, but I'm distracted. So what are those activities? And then what are the activities I have to have that focus time for? So I have kind of a list of both of those things. So that way I can, get what I need to get done, but in the different types of pockets that I have available to me. Got it. Got it.
0: Okay. And one other question. So say there's a mompreneur and she's like, oh, this sounds interesting what Jordans do. What do you feel like are the questions she may be asking herself to see if maybe she should check out this life first business, this systems way of running your business? Like what kind of symptoms would she have?
1: Yes. So I would say symptoms are that you are having to pull out your laptop while at your kiddos games. Um, if you are having to sacrifice a ton of sleep, um, to accomplish what you need to accomplish again, some I get there's late nights. I still have late nights. Um, but, um, if it's consistent, then, then that's where we got to make some changes. And then also if you feel as though you know, at the end of each day, like there isn't a sense of accomplishing at least one thing, um, then I would say that's probably where we gotta, we gotta make some adjustments. So, um, because again, it's, it's not about accomplishing 17 things, right. We're, we're not robots. Um, but if you're not accomplishing at least one thing a day, whether it's posing on Instagram, whether it's doing one podcast episode, whether it's doing one, you know, client thing, it's like, okay, well let's, let's clean that up.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. I I'm a I'm a um I definitely have the iPad out at the kids' game. You know, it's like hit or miss. But um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ever since joining your program, I I like that you talk about boundaries and it's okay that you don't want to work from eight AM to eight PM. And mm-hmm. you still can get things done and feel accomplished and feel productive. Like I'm like, this is my these are my hours. This is this is what I'm doing. Yep. I don't work on the weekends, but I'm doing that. I'm with the kids and you know that right. part is—it's okay to set boundaries, and and you you talk about this all the time, working vertically, and I'm like, I mean, horizontally, sorry, horizontally. working horizontally, and I'll say that to myself, like, I'm gonna work horizontally today, <laughs> it just, its just—it's okay. Right. People are accepting of it and give you grace. So yeah. if you don't learn anything else, just know that is—we don't have to. We can do it differently. We don't have to do yeah. this hustle grind. Um, life, you know, I know a lot of people talk about the soft life, you know, you can have that mm-hmm. and still be successful in business in the midst of life happening. Mm-hmm. And Jordan yes. is the epitome of that. She's super successful doing it her way. So yeah. good. To <laughs> um, well, now we're going to move on to the, the, my favorite part of the um, podcast, and that's the lightning round. Yes. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions and whatever comes off the top of your head, just spit it out. Okay.
1: Cool. Ready,
0: ready. All right. Three words to describe you today.
1: Uh, I would say intentional. I would say kind, and I would say uh, innovative. Nice,
0: nice. What would you tell your eighteen-year-old self today?
1: Oh man, eighteen. That was a, a interesting age for me, uh, going to college. But uh, I would say that. That you actually you actually know more than you think you know. Um, and I mainly say that because I took college as a way to get a bunch of internships. And I mean, I was a decent student. I got like B's, B minuses, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I focused, I, I had a lot of internships, and that was my focus was getting a job. Like I wasn't interested oh. in just playing around. So um, I look back sometimes I'm like, you could have had a little more fun, but <laughs> I, uh, but I also like think that that, that did set me up for success later on. Yeah. She's about to
0: get in the bag, get in the bag and wasn't trying yes. to play around. All right. <laughs> Not play around. <laughs> what, what does it mean to you to be a modern mompreneur?
1: Hmm. <clears throat> I think for me, I like that. Again, you have the word modern there because there's, mm-hmm. um, you know, the modern times, a lot of families are two income households. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong that if you're listening to this and you're currently a stay-at-home mom looking to build your business, I am from a stay-at-home mom family. And because, well, heck, life is expensive right now, if we're just being honest, if you are you have to have two incomes, like ensuring that you are speaking to what you need and I think again, just when it comes to your partner, ensuring that again there's understanding. Because I think at the very beginning, my husband was like, "You should go back and get your masters in business administration." I was like, "You literally don't know me. I want to punch you in the face." <laughs> um, I was just like I hate that. That is like last thing I want to do on earth. And now mm-hmm. he gets it right, and so not. Um, not punishing them for not understanding, but really like educating them and guiding them along the way and keeping them in the loop Um, that has helped tremendously. So I think mm. the modern mompreneur side of it is, you know, not feeling like you have to like keep your business to yourself or, or whatever else it's about actually opening up your husband and your kiddos mm. to what your business is and being very open and all of that stuff. Because I think that actually, helps create a level of understanding and patience and encouragement um, that probably a lot of people could use.
0: Absolutely. Yes. What do you love about being a mom or bonus mom?
1: Mm-hmm. Goodness. You know, I, before Colin, I did not have patience. <laughs> Just going to be honest. They, they'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel as though, I mean, so many benefits um, and he is an incredible child. Um, I would say that he has, has definitely taught me patience and, um, and also to, again, uh, not take life so seriously. I think he's a, v- he's very playful, very thoughtful, like literally for camp, he like created these little spin art things and was like, I'm going to give them to all my friends because I want them to think I'm thoughtful. And I was like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> so cute and so I think he's he's taught me patience and he's taught me um, playfulness as well so I would think those are two of my favorite things about being his mom specifically
0: oh very sweet okay mm-hmm. what are you reading watching or listening to
1: goodness uh, reading um, I actually just got a friend of mine uh, Darnielle's book um, and uh, that one is move to millions uh, I think it's Uh, She gave me an advanced copy, so it's probably coming out in November, but that's what I'm reading right now. I'm really excited about it. And then watching, girl, I don't, I've clearly watched way too much because I was scrolling all my streaming stuff yesterday and was like, I mean, what am I going to watch? And I ended up watching, is it cake? Is it cake two? And I'm like, what is happening? Why am I watching this? Oh gosh. But anyway, um, I usually like to watch things like Big Brother on CBS, um, Survivor, Amazing Race, like a lot of those mm-hmm. like CBS shows I really enjoy mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. I used to be really big into true crime, but I think that I have had to pull back on that just for my anxiety and stuff. I didn't realize how much it was actually adding to my anxiety. Wow. So I, bet. I, I pulled bet. back.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Balance,
1: right? Gotta have that. Exactly. Oh, and um, listen, I guess you did ask. Um, A podcast I've been loving is my friend Ellen Yin's podcast, uh, which is called Cubicle to CEO. She is phenomenal like at interviewing. She is great at guest curation. And even though again, like I'm not even really her target market at all. Um, yeah. But I really <laughs> enjoy like her, you know, uh, her intentionality behind her podcast. And, you know, she has things like case studies from Amy Porterfield's $5 million launch. She has Mm -hmm. like, it's just really intriguing. And her whole saying is like, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs about the things that you can't Google. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I find really interesting about hers. And then I also like creator science by Jay Klaus. Um, and that's again, really intriguing interviews as well.
0: Oh, I need, to, I need to, I know who Ellen Yin is. I know she would be in your conference. We we'll talk about it in a yeah, second. A so I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then last question, what is bringing you joy right now?
1: What is bringing me joy is, you know, again, talking about my husband. I talk about him a lot. He's a lot to me. Um, but in May, we had a very, again, um, conscious conversation where he looked at me and was just like, you have an extremely unhealthy relationship with your business. You are making it, you're making your business mean things about you as a person. And that isn't sustainable. And, you know, my husband and I, we, we slow dance a lot. Um, like literally just, it's not a code word for anything. We literally are slow dancing. Um, (laughs) and like people think like, is that like a, a position. No, it's not. We're literally just <laughs> slow dancing. Um, and you know, we were slow dancing and he just looked at me and I was, I was having a hard time because I'd come off from a really intense chronic flare up and was having to make some decisions about my business. And he just, I mean, as real as can be as loving as can be and out of compassion was just like, you have to make some big changes because this is not, this is not the business. Oh. So, um, I'm grateful for that conversation and what has come from that is a lot of like difficult decisions but I feel as though I'm feeling a lot more joy around my life um mm. and spending that quality time with Marcus and Colin instead of stressing out about all sorts of things and um so that's really the joy of just the little things like making pancakes on Sundays or you know, walking the dog with my husband at night. Like I just, I'm really finding joy in the little moments, um, in my life. They, you know, they really make a big difference for me.
0: Love it. Love it. They do matter. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, they thank do. you for engaging me in these questions and yes. sharing a little bit more about Jordan and Colin and Marcus. And you, you said Vivian Vivian is like a little, Vivian. she's a person. Vivian is the dog <laughs> and she goes everywhere. I've met Vivian yeah, out she of the tree. She lives a, a, a good life. She a good life. She does. <Yeah. laughs> um, well, let's, I just want to, um, first of all, say thank you again for being a guest on the Modern Entrepreneur mm-hmm. podcast. You probably was on my bucket list of who I wanted to have on the podcast uh, because of what see. you do to serve female entrepreneurs and how you've just growing your business and, and also made like adjustments that work for your family, which is something we can all learn from yeah. as mompreneurs. So I'm sure anyone who's listening can definitely take note and, and, um, find out more about how Jordan did it and how she can, you can glean some of that for yourself as well. So I appreciate you sharing your story. I really
1: do. Yeah. Well, thanks for having the space and holding the space. I appreciate of you. Of
0: course, of course. Um, Why don't you share how people can connect with you?
1: Oh, yes. So I love Instagram. I know I'm like one of the weirdos, but I... I really enjoy the platform. I think there's like some strange algorithm stuff going on, but I'm on Instagram quite often. If you want to come DM me at system saved me and they mentioned I have a podcast, which is system save me. And then anything that's going on in business and whatnot uh, is usually being pointed to for my website um, just in general. So if you head to systemsaveme.com save me.com um, and uh, check out our different offerings and things, you'll find some, some goodies. So I would say those are the three main places. She's so streamlined. She's
0: the only person who's had just one name for all the things in yeah. easy peasy system. Save me on IG website. DM her. She's definitely responds to you. And yes. on what was the last thing? Uh, podcast. 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 Mm-hmm. So absolutely. So if you're listening now and just hop on over, search her, subscribe, mm-hmm. check her out. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe, like share with any other mompreneurs, anyone else looking for that, you know, that freedom of running a business, but also having a life first business to focus on your family. Jordan is the woman for the job to give mm-hmm. you some insight on it. And like I said, a collaboration queen, she can connect to people that can help mm-hmm. you get to the next level as well. So Jordan, anything mm-hmm. else you want to say to the the my mom pod?
1: No, just, again, make sure that you say what you want and not allow for a lot of the external shenanigans to bring you down, right? And that includes, you know, some life shenanigans, right? Um, I think that too often we, um, especially as women, especially as moms, um, that's kind of the only, you know, perspective that I have, but um, we can feel like we have to sacrifice on behalf of everyone else, And I'm not saying that there aren't seasons of that, but if that is become your norm, I encourage you to really explore um, what could be possible for you if you allowed for yourself to think about what you need and what you want um, in ways of impacting, but also in just how you live your life as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So on that note, we will close out this episode, but thank you guys for listening until next time. Y'all take care. Thank you for listening to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Feel free to share and subscribe to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast if you enjoyed it. And as always, you can follow me on all the social platforms at, at Simplicity by Day. Or you can visit SimplicityByDay.com to learn how you can work with me. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, feel free to hit me up at meetwithday.com and we can talk about how you can contribute to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. Thank you again.